Congratulations on your child's dedication. We're excited to be a part of this step in their spiritual development. As a Mercy family, we're looking forward to their progress in the Lord. May God bless you with more love, more strength, and more direction as you invest in your child's life. Father, we invite you in. Please protect this time so that we may hear from you and be fed from you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I don't know if you've heard. It's kind of a big secret these days, right? Uh, but I'm, I'm going to let you in on the secret. Come a little closer. Let me tell you. A little closer. Let me tell you. Rest is important. <gasps> Did you know that? Did you know that we all need rest? I know, I know. It's taboo in today's culture, in our current society. Rest, what is that? Some of us are even running hot, like a car overheating. Some of us are running on E, right, with nothing in the spiritual tank or the emotional tank or the psychological tank, right? We need rest. All of us do, because that is where we can be restored. Rest is where we can be recharged. Rest is where we can take time to relax, has your phone battery ever died at a time when you needed it most? Uh, mine has, right? Uh, one, let me tell you about it. One day my phone died at the very worst time. You see, I was traveling home from a friend's house. It was late at night. I was in my early 20s, and I'm driving my little uh, raggedy car and just minding my business trying to get back home. When all of a sudden, a police car comes out of nowhere, it's driving at an incredible, incredibly fast speed. It has no lights on, no flashers, and no sirens, but it slams into the back of my car. My car spins out of control, and, and it finally stops, and I'm scared. I don't know what to do. I'm a young man. So this is back in the day, right, where I had one of my first cell phones. Now, it, it was probably about the size of a brick, but uh, I, I grabbed that brick and I started to, to dial my parents' home phone number because I knew that they would know exactly what to do. I turned on the phone, the lights turned green, I started dialing the numbers, and then all of a sudden, the lights went dark. The little screen that was at the top of the phone went blank. My phone battery had died. It didn't have any life. It was not helpful to me. It couldn't fulfill its purpose because I didn't allow it the time that it needed to rest and recharge. You and I are a lot like that cell phone. We uh, have so, so much going on in our lives, right? We, we, you throw in a global pandemic and it just confuses everything, right? Everything becomes a lot more complex. We have our kids at home. Uh, many of us have, are starting to send our kids back to school. We don't know exactly what to do. Some of us are working from home uh, and there's so many distractions around us. 
Some of us have to go into work every day to to, uh, put our own health at risk to help others, right? Some of us are not able to engage in the activities we used to. Our friendships, many of them are broken because we can't connect in person like we used to. Stress and exhaustion have built up for some of us. These factors have already been in place in our lives, but the societal rules now have exasperated all of these things. I'd like to suggest that we all need to reset rest. We need a recharge to take on the day-to-day in a new way, to engage in the spiritual, the physical, emotional, psychological life that we were created for. And do it all with a smile. God made rest for you and for me. He made it so that we could enjoy this life that he's given us. You and I, we're better when we're well rested. You are a better you when you're rested. We need to rest. And we need to understand how to rest. Rest gives our body, our mind, our soul, our relationship with people, and our relationship with God a reset. Taking time to rest during our daily routines helps us to, uh, to work and learn more effectively and efficiently with a clear mind and with more energy. So let's define a term, right? What is rest? To rest is to cease from any labor. To cease from labor in order to relax, refresh, and to recover one's strength. Rest is so important. It's so important that it's one of the big four. Uh, Sorry, one of the big ten. It's number four of the big ten. Do you know what the big ten are? The Ten Commandments. Have you ever read through all of them? You should when you get a chance. Exodus chapter 20. But in verse number eight, we read the fourth commandment, which says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. You are to labor six days and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord, your God. You must not do any work. You see, rest is so important that God himself modeled it for us. Right. When he created the world, he rested. Genesis chapter two, verse two says on the seventh day, God had completed his work that he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. Why don't we rest? After reading this passage and examining my own practices, my own life, uh, you know, I, I came up with this. Maybe you're like me in that you think that you could fit one more thing in you know, so you, it won't be on your to-do list tomorrow. Uh, maybe you feel like, oh, I just didn't get anything done, so I need to do more. Or maybe we've been all brainwashed by Western culture that really sends subliminal messages to us uh, through media and all kind of other sources that rest equals weakness, which is totally not true. You see, when we neglect rest, it's unfortunate, but we neglect ourselves. We neglect our families, our friends. Worst of all, we dishonor God. When we skip 
rest. We're telling God, you don't know what's best for me. We're telling God, you know what, I can make it without you or your provision. When we don't rest, what we're really telling God is, I don't trust you. Rest is all about trust. It's the belief that God will handle what we can't. It's the belief that he will work in the background and he can take much better care of us and do a lot more things in the background when we're asleep. When we're resting, he could do a lot more for us when we're resting than when we're awake. So let's spend some time today learning about rest from Matthew chapter 11. We're going to start in verse 28 and go through verse 30. <clears throat> so would you read along with me? This is, this is a direct quote from Jesus. It says, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me because I am lowly and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let's talk about the value of resting that we find from Jesus right here in this passage. First, we see that rest restores. To restore is to, uh, uh, to repair, right? Maybe you are experiencing a time in your life where you feel disconnected. Maybe you feel removed or out of sync. Maybe you're feeling a loss of peace due to uncertainty. Maybe it's the uncertainty of your job or the uncertainty of how this pandemic's going to play out. Maybe it's the uncertainty of your kids or uh, your parents' health or maybe even the future of this church. You know, what's that new guy going to do? If you are feeling any sense of uneasiness, I'd like to invite you to really meditate on these words of Jesus. Verse 28, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Restoration is the healing that we need in our lives. It's what we need to allow ourselves uh, uh, to, the, to relieve ourselves from the stress that we stress out about, any, any stress that we put upon ourselves. It's the portion of the therapy that we need to walk through uh, the grief that we've all experienced and the life's challenges that we face daily. If we're going to receive the healing that Jesus offers us, the healing from our depravity, the healing from our shame, the healing from our guilt, the healing from our grief or our emotional challenges, then we need to rest and trust God to do his part. He's up to something great. But we will never know it if we are always constantly grinding. Come to me. This is a divine invitation. You know, have you ever been invited to a party? One where you didn't have to do anything. You just needed to show up and enjoy yourself. 
That's how I see this passage from Jesus. He wants us to enjoy ourselves. All we have to do is come to him. You can rest when you're with me, Jesus is saying. He's asking us to draw nearer to him. Those of us who are weary and burdened. Those suffering from pandemic fatigue. Those of us who are suffering from Zoom exhaustion. Those of us who are suffering from discouragement from the political climate, from depression, from, uh, 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 from family challenges, from loss, grief. Those of us who just can't commit to put one more thing on our agenda or our plates. He's talking to you. He's inviting you to come closer to him. Wherever you are in your spiritual journey, whether you're just brand new to Jesus, or whether you've been following him for decades, this invitation is for you. If you're not experiencing God in this season for some reason, God wants you to take some time to choose to get with him, to come nearer to him, to spend some time with him. Why don't you spend five, uh, uh, commit yourself to spend five extra minutes in prayer every day this week. Or commit to spending five extra minutes reading scripture. Why not try to listen to a couple more uh, worship songs this week or listen to another sermon? Why don't you try to read a book that's really helped you to see Jesus in a new light? Make an effort to personally get closer to God and you will experience the restoration that he offers. The second thing we see is that rest recharges. Right? It gives you new energy to engage. Uh, do you know when I hear from the Lord the most? It's various, various things that the Lord does in my life, but primarily it's when I'm resting. While writing this message, he nudged me out of my sleep several mornings, <laughs> several mornings in a row at 2.30 a.m. Can you imagine? I'm like, Lord, can't we do this at noon? <laughs> but he says, no, because I have something for you. It's in my rest that he recharged me. It's in my rest that he ignited my soul. He poured into me, he energized me to take my next steps to develop into all that he has created me to be. And I'm forever grateful that he's paying attention to me. He'll do the same for you, but in your own way, in the way that recharges you. Jesus says, verse 28, if you come to me, I will give you rest. Do you see this? Your rest comes from a person. I will give you rest. Jesus holds himself personally accountable for giving us rest. We simply have to make our way to him. Finally, the last point, rest relaxes. Mm, doesn't that sound good? Look at verse number 30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
A yoke is a wooden cross piece that uh, was fastened over the necks of two animals, right? And then that was then attached to a plow or a cart so that the animals would pull the cart and the owner of the animals didn't have to do as much work. They could rest. Here, Jesus is actually, if you, do, if you do the research, if you read the whole chapter, which I suggest you always do uh, from any message that you hear, read the whole chapter and do some research, Jesus is actually referring to the 613 Jewish commandments here versus his two commandments. Verses. Y'all, do you all listen to the versus battles on Instagram? I love them, right? It's one artist versus another. Jesus is putting his commandments versus the 613 weighty Jewish commandments. He says, my burden is light. I love Jesus because he's he's the master illustrator. He's the goat. He's the greatest of all time. Do you know what Jesus's yoke is? What his commandments are? It's to love. Love is Jesus's yoke. It's the yoke he wants us to take on. It is so much easier to love God and to love others than to pretend to try to keep a book of laws, 613 of them, and hope you've done enough good to make it to heaven one day. If we love, we fulfill all the commandments. His lighter yoke allows us to chill. It allows us space to relax. I found that when I force myself to take time to relax, uh, to honor a Sabbath day, to, to shut down, shut the show down at 10 p.m., right, and actually get in the bed to, to read myself to sleep or to press do not disturb on my phone, right, or to refuse to answer emails after a certain hour of the evening, right, take some time to breathe. I find that when I do that, I'm so much more relaxed and rested. You could actually hear it in my voice and see it in my actions, and I'm sure you could see it in my face. So what do we do to relax? What do we do to rest, to be recharged, to be restored? How can I practically do these things when I have a job, maybe a second job, maybe a third job, maybe kids at home, maybe a, a, a parents I'm taking care of, whatever is going on in your life? How am I supposed to get some rest, Gary? All of this stuff sounds good. Let me give you some practical things that you can do this week to try and get some rest. First, I would invite you to physically exert yourself. Say, Gary, I thought you were talking about rest. Yes, but when you take the time to go to the gym or take your kids outside to play or or take your, your, your pet out for a walk and you exert some energy, it's a lot easier to get rest in the evening. If you find yourself not able to rest, but you haven't uh, exerted energy throughout the day, uh, it's probably because you're not getting all of that uh, energy out of you. The next thing I would suggest is to take a nap. 
My goodness. Follow, I follow the NAP ministry on Instagram. I always find that their posts are incredibly helpful and thought-provoking. But, you know, during sleep, your body repairs itself. You, you actually grow. Your mind retains and, and uh, uh, connects the information that you've been exposed to throughout the day. My wife is a huge advocate for short naps. She finds that a 10 to 20 minute nap really re-energizes her. They, they, they help her to get through the day. She claims that uh, it boosts her energy. Right? So take a nap. Get some rest. Next, I would suggest that you turn your phone off or press do not disturb. I hear you. I hear you yelling at me now. But Gary, what if, what if, what if? Are you 911? I didn't think so. <laughs> then turn your phone off. It, it set a timer. Set an hour timer or something that you can stick to and say, hey, for, for this hour out of the day, I'm going to push do not disturb. And I'm just going to take a break when no one can get in touch with me. And then I'll turn it back on. Guess what? Those voicemails, those text messages, those social media messages, those emails will all be there when you get back. And finally, I'd like to uh, uh, recommend that you schedule your rest. Schedule it. We schedule everything else. Why not schedule some me time? I know that sounds selfish and self-centered, but you need to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. What gives you joy? What recharges you? If it's something healthy, I'd recommend putting it on your calendar. Set a reminder to remind yourself to do that thing so that you can rest and relax. I'm going to ask you to commit to do something this week to help you grow. I'm going to ask you this. Will you commit to schedule some time to rest each day this week? I'm not talking about your regular sleep. Something outside of that. Do something that restores you that recharges you, that relaxes you, that's healthy for you. We will all be better if we take some time to reset rest. May God bless us as we reset our rest this week.